Hey there, friend. Welcome to episode 29 of Inbound Agency Journey. On this episode, we're talking all things inbound sales, which lines up a lot with last week's episode where we chatted with Matt Sunshine about how they built things, the Center for Sales Strategy, and then on to Lead G2. This week, we've got John Shea coming on from Inbound Sales Academy, and great talks with him all about the great things that they're doing there. It's a cool story of someone who has a HubSpot VAR, joined with another HubSpot VAR, and created a company just towards inbound sales. So I think you're going to get a lot out of it because this is really a direction where things are heading for us as inbound agencies. We can't just hand things off to sales and then hope and pray that they close them. We're going to need to support the sales teams at our client companies and help them understand inbound leads and process them well. So enough of me talking. Let's listen to Gray and John. Here we go. Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. Welcome back to Inbound Agency Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. And today, I'm thrilled to be interviewing John Shea. And John has quite the story to tell. I'm excited to dig into it. John's roles right now, which we're going to dig into more, but he is the owner and CEO at Alignment Group. He's the director of sales training at Inbound Sales Academy. He's the director of sales enablement at Quintain Marketing. And he's also the host of The Funnel, which is a sales and marketing podcast that I'm a big fan of. And if you are not listening to yet, you should check that out. All of those links are going to be in the show notes, of course, for this episode. But John, let's dig into what you've got going on. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm excited. John, I don't know if you've heard this yet, um, but the latest episode of the Hubcast, so we'll just keep giving love to other inbound podcasts that are going out, but the Hubcast, George Thomas and Marcus Sheridan uh, produce a weekly podcast about HubSpot. Mm-hmm. And in the latest episode that came out, I think it's episode 61, we'll link up to that in the show notes as well, they gave you guys love at Inbound Sales Academy for the creative marketing job that you did at Inbound, uh, <laughs> which was awesome. And I know... Uh, when we spoke at Inbound, you said that was uh, John Booth who kind of spearheaded that um, from Quintain. But do you just want to explain what that what that was? So I get a call from John, and if if you don't know John Booth, he's a very very creative guy. So John's the wheels are always turning. So he calls me and says, "I have this really cool idea for Inbound." And last year they they gave away these sort of they put these plugs in all the rooms that had the Quintain logo on it, and you could plug your cell phone and your laptop and everything into it. And I was thinking something like that. And he said, let's open your email and look on the screen. And I open my email and I look at it and I'm like, I don't know what that is. He, he said, that's a urinal screen. I'm like, what? <laughs> urinal screen. So the urinal screen says, it says, you know, are you pissed off at, and it go, kind of goes through the leads and it mentions inbound sales Academy. And he's like, I want to put them in all the urinals at, inbound. So I kind of hesitated for a second. Then I started laughing. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I think it would be great. I'm like, hey, I'll run with it, but you need to tell me, what are you going to do for the ladies room? (laughs) He said, I'm not doing anything. I'm staying away from that. He goes, I know men's rooms. I'm going to put these in the men's room. So long story short, he, he got the concierge to basically walk into every men's room at inbound and put the urinal screens in. And it 
it we had a ton of of fun with that the tweet somebody actually tweeted a copy of the urinal um and and put it out there so it it was it was a lot of fun and it got a lot of traction and people noticed it so i guess it worked right is that the whole idea so that's awesome it was it was very targeted so to speak so good job good job with the we think they're still there that's our we believe that the urinal screens are still in the urinals at the convention center because their employees looking at that saying do I need to change these out? Uh, if I take them out, somebody could get in trouble. You know, it's like this whole thing in our heads that we believe the urinal screens are still there. That's awesome. Well, I guess we'll have to check back next year. Hopefully yeah. they'll be changed. But if not, the the <laughs> name and the branding will live on. That was uh, creative marketing. And I love that you guys did that. So I just thought that was funny. And uh, we're sure and I know that a lot of the folks who listen to this podcast were at Inbound. And I'm sure at least the male listeners ran into that. So yes. that's awesome. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, John, so take us, I guess, on a more serious note, take us kind of through your story, how you got to where you are today, and with this focus on sales, kind of what, what that path has looked like for you. So uh, kind of go back to my, my roots. I started out as a sales rep straight out of college and worked my way, various jobs, to VP of sales of a company in Baltimore. Quite honestly, it, it hit me one day that we have this really great sales engine. We're, we're selling a lot of, and it was hardware and software and that sort of thing. But we have no marketing. We had an advertising agency, did a lot of TV ads, had a kind of a basic website. So I went into the owner of the company and said, hey, you know, most companies have a marketing department or an agency. We really need marketing. And I'm making this sound simple, but it was months of arm wrestling. And he finally said, you want a marketing department, go hire a marketing department. (laughs) So as VP of sales, I might have been the first in the country as a VP of sales, I went out and interviewed and hired a marketing manager. And that marketing manager was Lindsey Kelly, who was my original uh, partner at Alignment Group and my co-host of The Funnel. So Lindsey and I set out this sort of this path to, to bring marketing to our company and I don't know if, if you've talked to her. She told you this story, but I put her office on the other, it was a big building, on the other side of the building. And I slowly moved her office towards the sales department until six months later, she was in the center of the sales bullpen. So her office was in the center of sales. And it was my way of aligning the two together. And we built this really cool marketing engine and sales and marketing worked together and business went up and we decided to start our own company called the alignment group. And we started it to align sales and marketing with my sales skills and Lindsay's marketing skills. We felt like we had a sort of a dynamic duo and um, we grabbed on to HubSpot, became a HubSpot VAR, went to our first inbound with 5,000 people. And this year it was 14,000. So it's quite a bit of difference there in the three plus years. And we started building a really good client base. Uh, long story short, Lindsay ended up, for various reasons, having to move to Florida. And we decided that from an agency perspective, that wasn't going to work out well for us. So we decided to kind of split off and Lindsay formed Prospect Builder with Daryl Amy. And they're just killing it. They're doing a great job. And I decided to kind of do the sales thing, just the sales consulting and working with agencies and working with marketing companies trying and clients trying to get that alignment that people so desperately want to have in their companies. So that that kind of is the 
how I got to the agency part and how I got to Just Alignment Group. Wow. Um, so I, I didn't realize, John, that uh, – and I'm, maybe I missed this part of the story before, but that you – that was how you and Lindsay initially connected um, was you bringing her on to do marketing when you were the VP of sales. But that's interesting. Actually, Lindsay is going to be on the podcast. She's going to be uh, in next week's episode of uh, – Oh, that's in cool. the agency journey. So I'm excited that we were able to get you guys back to back and, and kind of hear the stories from there. But that's great. So then from uh, from making that decision after uh, the alignment group, after Lindsay moved to Florida, kind of how did um, the role that you have at Quintain and then it, the Inbound Sales Academy, how did those come about? Well, it's funny because Lindsay and I had these, we used to have these uh, conversations, and then sometimes they would turn into discussions, and then eventually an argument. <laughs> it was great. We were like brothers and sisters. You know, we we would go back on the sales and marketing stuff back and forth until we would find a resolution and say, okay, this is how we need to do this. And when we worked together at the company and we formed our own company, that's how we managed through the sales and marketing alignment stuff. And it was great because it it got everything out on the table, and then we could we could move forward. And one of the things we spent a lot of time talking about is the, this, the role of sales in agencies, VARs, HubSpot VARs, and their clients, and what that role looks like. Because I think when Inbound first started really picking up steam, the thought pattern or thought process, maybe it, it wasn't really written like that, but the vibe was that you could probably skip or ignore a good portion of what sales does and get right to, here's a lead, buy the product service. And I was feeling uneasy about that, that I felt like there was a lot of gaps in there. That inbound is a wonderful way to engage with clients. And it's a wonderful way to, to bring the right people to you. But somebody has to personally and physically engage with them in a one-on-one to help them with that decision-making process and move that to its end. And that's a deal. And um, so Lindsay and I used to go back and forth on the role sales would play on that. And I felt like there was a gap that needed to be filled. So, you know, I talked to a lot of folks at HubSpot. I talked to a lot of folks at um, agencies. But the one thing that I lacked, quite frankly, was the credibility to push that as far, far, as, far as I wanted to push it. You know, I have a real good track record in history, a strong skill set in sales, but I wasn't a top flight HubSpot VAR. So that kind of kept, you know, kept me at arm's length in, in certain situations. I got a call out of the blue from John and Kathleen. They said, we have this idea about sales and marketing and we've been listening to your podcast and I'd had lunch with them thanks to Lindsay because Lindsay talks to everybody. That's how I met you. Um, you know, Lindsay, she's a great person and I tell her she'll, she talked to paint on the wall. She's come out of the ladies room and said, hey, John, you got to meet this person. No matter where she goes, she makes friends. And Lindsay had met John and Kathleen, and we'd had a, a lunch with them just to kind of talk business and how things were going with their agency, how things were going with us, and if we could help each other out. Then we saw each other at Inbound. They listened to the podcast. So they said, listen, want, can you um, make a trip up here? We have something we want to talk to you about. And I said, sure. So I, they're about an hour from me. I drove to Annapolis, and we sat down, and they started feeding back to me the things that I had been saying to Lindsay and that Lindsay and I had been talking about with sales and how marketing and sales need to align, but more importantly, how agencies need to recognize 
what needs to be done to it, to wrap their arms around sales and bring sales into the conversation. And this all started with them getting fired. So they had this really great client. They did everything they were supposed to. They drove leads. The website traffic was up, and they were good quality leads, but the client didn't close any leads. Well, at the end of the day, they didn't hit their revenue targets, and they, they fired Quintain. And John and Kathleen, very bright people, figured this out, said, hey, wait a second. You know, we need to address this. We can't just stop at the wall and say that's not our problem if your sales reps aren't selling it. It is our problem, and we need to deal with it. And that's what started the conversations about sales enablement for VARs, sales enablement for them, and ultimately landed on the Inbound Sales Academy. Our, our separate company that the, the three of us formed to provide sales training and development for VARs, their clients, uh, salespeople that would like to move into the, the new era of selling to embrace the principles of inbound in their daily sales life. So that's kind of how we got together. And it was a, it's been a fun trip, a fast trip. Started early part of this year. Wow. Well, that is a lot. I mean, that's such a common story. I can tell you that we personally went through that at Guava Box with the first retainer client um, that we ever signed where we thought we were killing it on the marketing side of things. And then and the VP of marketing uh, was was totally on board with things. But at the end of the day, the president of the company couldn't tie revenue back to it and wasn't seeing the sales from it. And we realized 12 months too late that we'd never gotten the sales reps involved and engaged. And so that was, uh, it sounds like a similar situation where it's just blindside, we're not renewing. And we thought, you know, we we're hitting all the metrics that we'd set, but those metrics weren't set with the sales team's engagement uh, and and everything else. So I think that that's a common story and something that um, that I've heard a lot talking with other agencies as well is just if you're missing out on that sales side of things, the the partnership that you have with your client is going to struggle in the long term. Mm-hmm. So John, I'm, I'm curious with inbound sales academies so far uh, because you're, you're both selling, you're both teaching other agencies how to sell and then you're also working with their clients. Has there been a focus on one or the other so far? And I guess part of part of what's causing me to ask this, and I know that it's a, a relatively new program, but a lot of folks who have come on with HubSpot have, as agencies have come on and used it for themselves first. So I'm wondering whether Inbound Sales Academy is going to track in the same way where there are a number of VARs who want to come on and check it out first before taking it to their clients or if you're seeing more clients uh, initially into the program. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question because I think the, the former is what we're seeing that VARs – there's a little trepidation, right? You have um, alignment group that mostly focuses on sales, uh, uh, HubSpot VAR. You have Quintain, HubSpot VAR. These two VARs get together and they create Inbound Sales Academy. So the VARs are thinking, why would I send my clients to you? <laughs> right? I would think the same thing. And the way we've set it up is it's completely separate. We want VARs to come in and work through the programs, A, for themselves, because they really think they need it. Um, as an entrepreneur, you start a business, you will drive business because of your entrepreneurial spirit and the fact that you will go out and talk to people and make stuff happen. But at some point, you'll hit a ceiling that the only way you're going to be able to grow your agency is to add to that agency and add in somebody to sell on an ongoing basis for your daily, weekly, monthly basis and build on that. And to get good salespeople in place and train them and develop them 
you need that foundation yourself. You need to understand what it takes in addition to having the ability to go out and sell because there's nothing worse than a manager who can't, who can't help a sales rep, right? Who can't help a sales rep sell. So we're getting a lot of our traffic right now. And our agreement is simple. You come, you be, you come into inbound sales Academy, you take the classes and you, you do well and you decide you want to bring clients through. We're going to set you up on a partner program. So we're going to allow you to benefit from your clients buying our services and we'll funnel back to you a percentage of what they, what they've paid. And it is a, uh, non-disclosure so we don't use that in our daily agency lives so in the work that i'm helping contain with that's completely separate and we're driving it that way so we're seeing a lot of bars very interested in it they're trying to understand where it fits for them additionally you know for us it's we've built out a methodology on this a complete sales methodology and it's evolving every day we're adding content we're adding classes we're adding programs and we're building it and we're building on on the foundation of that methodology. Does that does that help answer? Yeah, your I question. Think, I think it does, and that's kind of where I saw this. I mean, to, intuitively, it seems like that makes sense. And for me, as an agency owner, I would rather go through this myself before knowing is this going to work? Is it going to be worth it for clients? But also enable me to sell it more effectively once I've been through it myself. And I think it's hard, at least for me personally, I struggle to sell something that I don't, uh, you know, that I haven't experienced personally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that makes a lot of sense. John, I think that the story is really helpful, but can we dig into kind of the nuts and bolts of what you're getting into? Kind of what the, what if I sign up for Inbound Sales Academy, what does the program look like? So the first, it, it's interesting. John and I went and, and Kathleen went kind of back and forth on this, trying to decide what we were going to start with. And the instinct is training sales reps. And I kind of, pushed back a little bit on that because I felt like we need to learn how to hire salespeople before we can train them. And and so the first offering for us out of Inbound Sales Academy is a seminar on how to hire a sales rep. And we've taken that to sort of give you the the premise behind Inbound Sales Academy or how the classes are going to be delivered. Everything's online. It's Some of it's self-paced and weekly there's an instructor-led portion. So they go on, they do a module, and the following week, they, they're online with me uh, doing a 90-minute session. And that 90-minute session is very interactive. So we, don't, we limit the classes to 10 participants. We don't have huge per- participation. We want, we want small class size because we want people to interact with me. We want them to interact together. You get 20, 30 people, it's impossible to do that. So we have 10 people. We tell them, look, this is not a two-day seminar, fire hose training. Why? Because statistics will tell you, and there's a lot of studies on this, that people, they don't retain a lot of what they've learned in that environment. They retain what they've learned when they take it over a longer period of time and they have time to implement it as they're, as they're going through it. So that's the objective behind the, the, the classes. And our first uh, jump into that is how to hire a star inbound sales rep. And we filled the first class, and we're in the process of filling the second class that starts September 30th. So you can go out to the, to the website, and they can see the class dates. And basically, it's eight weeks, 90 minutes, no longer than 90 minutes, and I teach them everything they need to know about hiring. From sourcing candidates, we use the same assessment that HubSpot uses, the Objective Manager Group assessment. I teach them how to use the assessment, how to read the assessment, 
the entire interview process, what to glean out of a resume, and how to ask the questions, how to put, how to understand if you're getting what you're you should be getting in a, in a salesperson. And I tell them simply, look, it's not a perfect world. My track record in hiring is very very strong. If I took all of my sales skills and I stack ranked them, hiring would be at the top of the list. And I can and I have tons of people that I've hired that are still in very strong positions in companies that, uh, that I've worked at. And I, I feel like that's the foundation, finding the right people. So I give them my wisdom on hiring people, and I give them a process for hiring people. And I tell them it's not perfect, but it significantly reduces the risk of making a mistake. So that's kind of our first. We felt like, we felt like VARs really want to know how to hire a salesperson. How do I bring somebody in? Because I've never hired a salesperson before, and it's completely different than what they've done before. It's completely different than hiring anybody else. And people often make the mistake, and if you were at Inbound and you heard Dan Pink's um, keynote, I, I don't know if you heard that, but it was I, I was I was ready to run up on stage and hug the guy <laughs> because the, the things that I intuitively know, he was he was backing up science and data that – your extroverts don't really make your best sales reps. It's somebody in kind of in the middle, right? They're not an introvert. They're not an extrovert. They, they fall in that middle space. And basically what he's saying, it's hard to find the right salespeople, but if you do your job, you'll, you'll find them. And, I, and too, all too often people go into the interview, they see a resume, they're dressed nice, they're personable, they're outgoing. Oh boy, I can, I can hire them. And they fail and they can't understand why. So that's why we did this. And um, people ask, well, why is it eight weeks? I really take my time and walk them through this entire process so they can get it and digest it. And we include a license, an OMG license to hire their first rep. So that's pretty cool. They get access to the assessment tool and we train them on that. So I gave you a whole mouthful there. So wow. I'll let you. No, that, yeah, that's awesome. And I think it really all does start with the person who you're hiring. And I was the same way when we were looking to hire. I think initially I was thinking we want somebody who's, and for me personally, I think I'm more introverted in mm -hmm. some situations. I feel like I play the extrovert. So maybe I fall into the damn pink ambivert uh, type of category. But so I initially I thought, well, I want somebody who is unlike me, who loves to talk on the phone all day long. Um, and then really kind of doing more research and learning more, learned that, especially for inbound sales, uh, and I don't think that it's just inbound sales. I, th I think this is kind of pervasive because it's more based on the way that buyer consumer behavior has shifted, but, uh, but kind of went through a lot of those struggles that, that you talked about where just, I guess the first time hiring a salesperson, the initial instinct is I do want somebody who just loves to talk. Uh, right. When the reality is that's that's really not the best fit for that position. So, so find me a marketer who hasn't been offered a sales job, a good a good marketer that hasn't been offered a sales job because generally and, and you, you might fall in that middle category, but they, everybody bases that on personality. They're really nice people. They, they talk. They can have a conversation. It's way more than that. And I think uh, your description of you is, is 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 insightful that you know that about yourself. I, believe it or not, I'm the same way. Uh, John and Kathleen, when I first really started working with them. They're like, you don't say a whole lot. Well, I don't, I don't need to. I'm, I'm absorbing everything that's going on in the room. And when I have something to say, I'll, I'll say it. And so I am not the most outgoing person. I am definitely not 
an introvert, but I'm not an extrovert. Yep. So it's the same. And, and when I go through all the people I know in my career that have been highly successful, most of them fall in that middle road, middle of the road category. It's amazing. Hmm. And, and I think that's, that's sort of, that's a little tidbit you can take away from that keynote and say, wait a second, maybe I don't know enough about this to hire the right person. Maybe I need some help. And quite frankly, it, and so the agencies can sleep at night. Most sales organizations don't know how to hire salespeople. That's why turnover is a problem. That's why they, they think they're getting a superstar and the person fails and they can't figure out why. At, I, I cannot understand this, but it happens over and over again. Companies spend millions, millions on training their salespeople. They spend very little on management and teaching management how to hire the right salespeople and teaching them how to manage the right salespeople. It's amazing to me how often I walk into clients and they have no idea how to hire salespeople. Mm-hmm. That, so we start a lot of times with clients. That's where I start teaching them how to hire people. It's like this isn't going to work until we can hire the right people. And then we can build off of that. So that's, that's why Inbound Sales Academy started there. And as and beginning probably middle to the end of October, we'll start uh, putting out the sales training program. And the sales training program is going to be somewhere around 10 to 12 modules uh, 10 to 12 weeks. Again, they get a module. Then they get an hour and a half with me going through that module. So they'll have homework. They'll have interaction. And at the end, just like the hiring a, an inbound star course, at the end, I, I will put on at the end of every class, we'll have two sessions of office hours where we'll just fire up, go to meeting for an hour and a half. And I'll sit there and people can come on and ask me questions. And I can help them with their existing problems or issues or whatever they're working through with, with the process. So we don't just leave them hanging. We try to work, work through this with them. And, of course, look, if you go through this hiring a, a rep and you email me, I'm going to email you back. You know, you have access to us because you went through the course. I can't spend six hours on the phone with you, but certainly if you have some questions or you want five minutes, I'm going to give you that time. Right. So we're really trying to help people find the right reps first. And then in October, we start rolling out the classes for the sales reps. Then we'll begin the management, rolling out the management classes. It's all sort of built off the foundation of the methodology we've, we've developed. And it's, it's unique to the world in which we live in today. If you've ever read a sales book, and I've read hundreds of them, they all kind of spin off the same stuff. And one of it really, spin selling was probably the best that was ever, one of the best that was ever written. And it's, it's time for a refresher. It's time to update based on the market conditions. And that's what we're attempting to do here. That's, we're updating for the world we live in today. We're not spinning off of something that's been out there since the, the 70s or the 60s or the 80s. Right. I love that approach, John. I think that's the right way to go is to focus on getting the right people. for. I mean, this, the, principles, uh, the, the principles aren't complicated. It's the same thing as, I mean, going as far back as Jim Collins, is get the right people on the bus first, and, then, and everything starts with that, and then you get them in the right seats and continue to move forward, uh, building a great organization. But, but, I mean, I've made that mistake before where it's just get somebody in and then we'll train them to be able to do whatever it is and not spend enough time on selecting the right people. So, right, right. Really good point. My whole philosophy is built on that Jim Collins book. So I love that book. I've read it multiple times and I am a, a true believer in right people on the bus. Yep. Well, John, this has been super helpful, um, for folks who want to learn more 
about Inbound Sales Academy and what you've got going on, um, what, where's the best place to send them? And then where's the best place for folks to connect with you? They can find us at inboundsalesacademy.com and they can email me or uh, hit me up on Twitter. My email is uh, jshea at inboundsalesacademy.com and I am at R on Twitter. You'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, so I'm everywhere. <laughs> Quintain, Alignment Group, but I think those are the best places. Like, Send me an email or hit me up on Twitter and uh, I'll be sure and get back to you. Awesome. Well, we'll include those in the show notes. John, thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you. Enjoyed it. This episode of Inbound Agency Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management tool built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. If you want to learn how to manage, track, and scale your inbound agency with a pre-built and proven system, visit doinbound.com slash journey. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash journey. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back, gang. Uh, Gray, you just had a cool call with John Shea talking all things inbound sales. Um, you also run Inbound Sales Journey podcast here in the Do Inbound Podcast Network. Um, give me your thoughts. What were your takeaways after just chatting with someone who's also selected a focus on inbound sales and kind of positioned themselves in that way for the future? Yeah, Andrew. Um, well, first of all, it's a pleasure talking with John. Um, he's just a great guy, and I, I know that we've talked about that before, so I'm not going to beat that point in again, but the number of quality people in this space is awesome. So great to talk to him. And what I'm excited about that he is doing is he's embraced um, his background in sales, and he's using that at Inbound Sales Academy. I mean, he's using that in all three uh, organizations, and uh, talking to him at Inbound, that is a challenge. And even after the podcast interview today, it's a challenge to try and juggle. You've got three different things going on. But Inbound Sales Academy, I think that this is um, – that to me is kind of the most exciting. I think that the sales enablement stuff that he's doing with Quintain is something that a lot of agencies are going to do, and hopefully they can set a good example for how to do that well for other agencies and, and maybe roll some of what they've learned there into Inbound Sales Academy at some point. But um, having those courses, and I thought that what he touched on about hiring the right people first um, before diving into sales training is a huge point. So I'm just excited to see uh, somebody else putting together sales resources dedicated to uh, HubSpot VARs and also their clients and teaching people how to sell, um, how to follow up on inbound leads and kind of close the loop because that is the piece that, as we talked about on the podcast before, that has um, gone missing in a lot of agencies. Yeah. And it's, I really think it's something that we need to understand. I like the point that you made, like you have to understand it yourself before you can go out there and sell anything with confidence. Uh, I know we saw that process on the inbound side. Like it wasn't until we're really able to step back and break this idea of an inbound retainer down into reasonable chunks and really understand the process inside and out that you have the confidence to go out and sell it. And you can say all the right lines, you can check all the right boxes, but if you don't have that feeling of confidence behind you, you know, the prospect is going to sniff that out. So to have agencies run through this training and, and really get it as a part of their DNA before they try to go out and have clients do it. I really like that point of emphasis there. Um, just around the entire program. Right. Yeah. I hope that a lot of agencies will, uh, will take advantage of that for themselves before. And I assume that you would 
want to want to jump in there and I was curious to know what John was seeing from that. It sounded like that lines up with what they're experiencing right now. But just figure out, okay, what does this look like? So that you can kind of be on the same wavelength. If you're sending somebody to Inbound Sales Academy, you can be preaching the same message from both sides. And I also appreciated that John addressed what I think could be a hesitation for agencies. Why would I send my clients to this when you're running uh, a HubSpot VAR agency and there's also Quintain. So we've got two other VARs. Yeah. I, I could see some trepidation as he brought out there. And I thought that that was good that he addressed that and just said, that's not the goal with this. The goal um, is really to teach people how to be better at sales and to strengthen your relationship as an agency um, with your clients. Yeah. It's just cool to see someone else creating something as a service to the agency space, to the VAR space. Um, on the sales side of things, like do inbound here, we line up on the servicing side of things, but we're a HubSpot VAR and we you know, open this up to the community as well. So it's just really cool to see people taking their different areas of expertise and bringing it back to the community. And then it was really nice to hear someone else who's running a podcast as well to help folks out uh, through this medium. I love it. For sure. Yeah. And it was also fun to hear John's story of just kind of how he got into this space in the first place and his relationship with uh, Lindsay Kelly, who was um, coming up on the podcast. She'll be our guest next week on the podcast, which is awesome. But um, how they started alignment group and then have have transitioned since then. But um, it's just funny how much of Andrew, you and I were just chatting about this before recording this, just how much of a small world and it's a growing world, but it's still a small world. It's like as it grows, it continues to become smaller in some ways as we just continue to connect with more folks. And it's yeah. funny to see all the lines. And it's just a reminder of it's easy to feel distant from people because of the distance and because we're sitting behind a computer screen somewhere. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's just humans. And uh, there's just a lot of great people in this space. And so that's always encouraging and exciting. Yeah. I love the focus. I think more and more agencies as time goes by are going to have to address this area of inbound sales. So if you're just sitting on the sidelines right now, only worried about marketing, look forward, look ahead. You hear it from all sorts of agencies, larger agencies in the space who are thinking about these things. You've got to find a way to close that loop and train your clients on how to handle inbound leads and how to operate in this new environment. So awesome stuff uh, from John and from Gray in this podcast. Uh, if you guys could do us a favor, leave us a review. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts here at Inbound Agency Journey. Head over to iTunes, drop us a review there. That helps spread the word, but it also helps us understand where you guys are coming from and kind of tap into where you'd like to see the podcast go. If you've got any suggestions or anything like that, you can reach out to Gray and I on Twitter. I'm at Andrew J. Dembski. Gray is at S. Gray McKenzie. We'd love to hear from you there. And until next time, guys, keep rolling. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.